Ahoy! Welcome to episode 18 of Bottom of the Stream. Yes, uh, number 18. Last week the podcast could drive. Yeah. Now it can drink. Hopefully not both at the same time. No, oh, that would be bad. That would be bad. Can't have any uh, podcasts going to prison for drunk driving. No, that'd be crazy. No. Well, yeah, you're, you're talking crazy talk. <laughs> How are you? I've not seen you for ages. Yeah, very good. It's, it's very hot on the podcast boat. boiling. It is so hot on this boat tonight. Uh, yeah, due to the uh, skill of Podbean being able to schedule recordings, we've not missed a week, but we haven't actually seen each other for five weeks, I think we just worked it out. At. Yeah. So, yeah, due to holidays and... Yeah, so if we sound a bit, um, don't know, what am I going to say? I don't know, happy to see each other? <laughs> happy, yeah. Uh, not happy to see each other? <laughs> Excited? We might be a bit loopy tonight, we haven't seen each other for so long. Anyway, shall I do the socials? Yeah, I've, I've just noticed we've totally, the format has gone out the window. Already? already? Yeah. Why? Well, because we've not introduced ourselves. Oh. Not, not, I mean, most people know who we are, but new people might not. Well, I'm Adam. I'm Nick. There you go. That's so that is. done. Job done. Go for it. Go right. social. Socials are, where do I start? Facebook. Facebook.com slash bottom of the stream. Twitter is B-O-T-S underscore podcast. Same as Instagram. Uh, the website is bottom of the stream dot podbean dot com. And I've forgotten one. The bottom of the stream at gmail.com is the email address. That's that's a good effort. I think, yeah, because I haven't done them for ages. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, f- shout, follow us on all the social medias. Um, we'll chat away to you all night if we have to, or if we want to. Go from there. Yeah, any chance you get, if you want to um, recommend any films to add to the list, we will do. Absolutely. Um, had one this week, didn't we? Yeah, I've had we'll one learn. this week from a, from a listener. So, yeah, we'll do that and we'll see what, what the randomizer picks. Sounds good to me. Have you had any feedback from any previous episodes? Have we? Yeah. <laughs> well, we got speaking to some guys from a podcast, didn't we? We did, yeah. So during the Between Worlds episode, yeah. we mentioned that it would be a good idea to run a Nicolas Cage style podcast. Oh, we did, yeah. Where you just follow Nicolas Cage's films through his career. I think I, I think I said, didn't I, there's, there's over a hundred Nicolas yeah. Cage films. Therefore, and there's plenty of content if someone wanted to do a Nicolas Cage only podcast. And it turns out somebody does want to do that yeah. because these guys are doing it. Um, they are called Cage Kiss, and they run a podcast where they talk each week about a Nicolas Cage film. They're going for them in they chronological order. They are going through order. them in order, yeah, chronological order. So check those guys out. Search for Cage Kiss on all the best podcast apps. Cagekiss.com is their website. So I said I'd do a shout out to them, I have. Hopefully good. they'll return the favour. No, check it out. Yeah, definitely check it out. It's good. I've listened to a couple of them now, and it is, they're good fun. They're good people. And who knows, maybe with the sheer amount of films that Nicolas Cage has put out in the last couple of years. Yeah. He may reappear on this, Maybe. this podcast in the future. May, hopefully. I'm not saying hopefully <laughs> after watching that last film. Yeah, true. Very true. Anyway, um, what's next? So, a bit of sad news. Yeah, there is a bit of sad news so, this week. unfortunately, the passing of uh, Rutger Hauer. Yes. Now, yeah. Rutger Hauer is probably best known, obviously, for Blade Runner. Yeah. Roy Batty. Yeah. The Hitcher. Yeah. But... <laughs> what I know him best for, yeah, and most memorable for me too, is a film exactly what you're going to say. It would be right at home at the bottom of the stream. Yeah, unfortunately, it isn't on Netflix, but it would be. Right, it, it's like it'd be like the king of the bottom of the stream. I think. I think if it ever drops on Netflix, we should just do it. Just do it anyway. It will, we'll, we'll break I'm, the I'm we'll break the that. randomizer and we'll. I'm happy with that. So, and that that film is Hobo with a shotgun. Hobo with a shotgun, which is an incredible film. Everything about that film is amazing. I think I even own it on Blu-ray and I own like four Blu-rays. Really? Yeah. I don't think I have got it on Blu-ray. So, yeah. Yeah, that is sad news. He wasn't even that old. No, 65. 65, I think. I think yeah, something like that. 
Yeah, really sad news. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream this week? I have over the last couple of weeks. I've got something I really want to talk about. Right, um, okay. Go on. If that, over the last couple of weeks, I've watched Stranger Things. Yeah, as I, everyone me else too, has, as, as everybody else on Netflix in the world. I saw some insane statistic. Go on. I, I, I'm not... People are going to probably correct me a lot, but it's totally <laughs> wrong. But I'm, I'm sure it was something like 30 million downloads. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's, it's possibly even more than that. Boggles my mind. Yeah, it's crazy. And um, any TV channel in the world would kill for those sort of figures. But I thought it was great. I loved it. I thought it was really good. I think season two is possibly a little bit better. But yeah, I did really enjoy season three. Yeah, it's really I, good. I Get out there and watch it. it. Now, I've been watching a reality TV show on Netflix. RuPaul's Drag Race. No. Oh. Although I did watch a few episodes of that around your house <laughs> a few weeks ago. I've been watching Blown Away. <laughs> which is incredible. Amazing. Have Do you, you know what? That? Do you know what? That's made me gasp because what? me and my wife watched the trailer for that the other night and I said, this looks amazing. I've really watched, to watch it. in the last three days, yeah. I've watched all 10 episodes. Amazing. They're only on for about 25 minutes. Now, if you don't know what it is, it is a bit like the Great British Bake Off, yeah. but for glass blowers in America. So there's 10 American glass blowers competing to be the best glass blower. Right. Do you know what they call the winner of each episode? Best blower. Best in blow. <laughs> Which is brilliant, but it could also work if they're doing best in glass. Top of the glass. It's top of the glass, exactly. Amazing. I'll tell you what, no joke, it's brilliant. I, I, I thought it looked brilliant. I don't really, I don't do reality TV as you know, but I couldn't, couldn't not watch it. I totally gonna check it. I, I'm on, honestly, I, this the, generally this is the first time we've talked about this. Yeah, it is. We've not talked about this. I've deliberately not talked to you about it because I wanted to talk to you about it on here off microphone. Yeah. and we watched the trailer, and I went, "This looks amazing." And it is amazing. The the moments where they drop or break or smash whatever they're making, yeah. it genuinely heart in mouth moments, and you, it's horrible, but it is brilliant piece of TV excellent definitely go out there and watch Blown Away so I think with that we're ready to talk about our film of this week yeah are you ready I sure am okay what was this week's film what came out of the bag so this week we are talking about a film called When We First Met from 2018. Yes, correct. And it stars Adam Devine. Adam Devine as Noah. And Alexandra Daddario. As Avery. Daddario is a good word. It is. It's fun it, to it, say. It sort of, yeah, it's quite yeah. relaxing to say. Daddario. Daddario. It's like an 80s, t- uh, 80s song. Or an um, Italian footballer. Yeah, it was directed by Ari Sandel who directed The Duff. I haven't seen The Duff, but... I haven't seen The Duff. It's quite I highly rated, I think. Yeah, it is people reasonably well thought of as a rom-com. This film is a little bit higher up the stream than we would normally go. Do you agree? I, I think I've come to realise that since it's come out of the bag. Yes, me too. And I've spoken to a couple of my friends about this film and they'd both seen it. Yeah. Which made me think, ah, okay, maybe, we, maybe it's not as unknown as we thought it was. But... Well, I mean, we'll, we'll come into talking about that as we go through it, but it's prime Netflix-made yeah. stuff, isn't it? Yeah. It's a rom-com, got reasonably recognisable people in it. Yeah. Not too taxing. I think at some point in its life cycle, this probably was near the top of the stream. Yeah. But I, when this got added to I don't know which one of us added this to the list. I'm not sure. I'm 
positive. I'd never heard of it before. This. I've definitely never heard of it. And I think that's going to happen, especially with Netflix originals, because we say we talk about films that Netflix don't talk about, but all of their originals at some point get tweeted about. Yeah, so and I, I had a quick look, and it, it said this came out near the start of 2018. We're so now in mid... So it's 18 months old. Yeah, it's 18 months old. So it's obviously gone well off the rotation of um, that. Yeah, I would say it's definitely further down the stream now than it was. But I can imagine this when it came out being yeah, reasonably pushed. Yeah, um, so I don't, I'm not going to apologise for doing this film, but it certainly is a little bit further up than we would normally go. I feel it's probably the most mainstream thing we've talked about. Agreed. I think you're right. But hey, hey, for the draw. Yeah, absolutely. We'd never heard of it, and I'm sure a lot of you guys have never heard of it until you get to watch it. And now you've watched it, hopefully, or you're going to watch it. We'll see. So, what is it? What's it about? It is essentially about a sort of down on his luck, nice guy. Yeah. Who gets friend zoned by the girl of his dreams. Yeah. Uh, but in a part Groundhog Day, part big sort of way, finds a time-travelling photo booth. Yeah, he does. So he can retry the first meeting with yeah, this girl. Yeah, he gets girl. to retry every time when he met her and see if he can unfriend zone himself. And we go from there. So, so this, this film is essentially set in both 2017 and 2014. Yes, it is. And, uh, so he gets to travel three years back in time. Yeah. Like we said, stars Adam Devine as Noah. He is it Devine or Divine? I can't. Nobody will tell me. I don't know. I <laughs> I've even Devine. like I've even gone on YouTube and looked at interviews with him, and nobody even says his name ever. So okay. I don't know if if we're saying it wrong. I'm going with Devine. Yeah, I I think so. Um, I do as well. But if we're saying it wrong, then apologies. Um, isn't it as much stuff on Netflix as we thought it was? I had a look, and there's about three or four things in there with him in. Is that all? Because I feel like I see his it, face. It does on feel like Netflix he's in everything on Netflix, and he isn't. So, but he does have a stand-up show on Netflix. Okay. So I've not seen it. Those Pitch Perfect movies are always on TV as well. So yeah, maybe they are. So he's, he's just, more he's just you... one of those guys who you're going to know You're gonna yeah. know him just by seeing his face. You're going to know who he is. So the film's set in New Orleans in, two, like we say, in 2017 and 2014 on Halloween. Yeah. So it's another Halloween film. Yeah. We, we tend to go, I don't know why, but we tend to go for films that are based around occasions. We've seen quite a lot of holiday done, set films. We've done films. a couple of Christmassy set films we've done a, this will be the second Halloween set film we've done yeah. so um, in fact maybe the third was Don't Kill It Around Halloween I've got a feeling it was I might be wrong no that was Christmas oh was, was it okay. yeah there was Christmas Murder Party was, was definitely Halloween yeah I feel like there was another one but it might be wrong anyway current, we start the film starts in 2017 2017 so Noah is at an engagement party yes and the, and, and the film kind of at first wants you to think it's his yeah uh, and it, there's a slow pullback and you realise he's at his friend's engagement party yeah. and getting engaged are Avery, as we said, played by Alexandra Daddario. Daddario. You may know from Baywatch, the movie. Yeah, you will. If and you've seen it, if you've not seen it, you won't. Ethan yeah. who is played by Robbie Amell. Yes. And we're celebrating their engagement. Yeah. But Noah has got previous, hasn't he, with Avery? Yes, he has. So back in 2014 at the Halloween party when he was dressed up as Garth from Wayne's World he was and Avery was dressed up as Gina Davis's character from A League of Their Own yeah um, they they met at the party and they got on like a house on fire they did they? so that's where the film cuts back now doesn't it to the yeah. party and yeah they they met because he saves her from the Hulk yeah when she's he knocks a drink over her or whatever he nearly knocks a drink over her. and they get like you say get on like a house on fire they decide to skip the party and they go to a jazz plot. J- jazz plot? <laughs> they go to a jazz plot. 
go to a jazz bar where he works. Yeah. So he works as a piano man. Got a, he's a pianist. He's a pianist. He's, he's only got a small pianist. But... <laughs> <laughs> nah. Ba-boom. Um, and he gets on the piano and he plays a song. Yeah, he plays... Did you remember what he played? Shout. Yeah, do you know my first thought was... I've always thought there was a slight similarity between... Adam Devine and Jack Black. Devine, we've already decided. <laughs> Devine and Jack Black. But when he started singing, yeah, I was like, "You're just doing an impression of Jack Black now," which is not a good thing because I really don't like Jack Black. I'm putting it out there. I'm saying it. Um, yeah, so they're at this jazz bar playing this song, and they're going to take some photos. Going to take some photos in the, the photo booth. The photo booths in the, in jazz, the jazz bar, indeed. Go back to Avery's house. He'd never been in a photo booth before. He no, said. he did say that. It's a strange he? thing. Yeah, they go back to her place. Um, she's got a foosball table. Yeah. And he leans in for a kiss. And at that point, it cuts away before there, there was any sort of connection. Yeah, back to the back engagement. Back to the engagement, probably. probably three years later. And he's crying and spewing in the toilet. And he's crying and spewing in the toilet because he's got drunk because he isn't the one who's engaged to Avery. Yeah. So we know that something's gone wrong over those three years and she's now with somebody else. So, yeah, and Avery and Ethan come in to sort of check he's okay, don't they? Because yeah. Ethan, just to cap it off, is a really nice he's guy. He's a lovely guy. He gives him he gets him some Pepto out of his car and gets him some water. He's a really nice guy. Um, so Carrie, who is Avery's best friend, gives Noah a lift. Well, they thought they were going home, but they go back to the bar, don't they? Yeah, so they go back to the same bar three years later. Yeah. yeah. Carrie isn't such a nice person. She's quite abrupt well her and Noah don't get on do they? they don't and she is quite abrupt the way she talks to him and stuff it's funny yeah. um, th- at this point is where my line of the film comes in okay, so go I'm on. going with Adam's line of the film okay. I don't know what we're going to call it but this is the money segment um, he's really drunk in Carrie's car and when they get to the bar he falls out of the car and she goes Jesus Christ and he goes I'm not Jesus Christ I'm Noah <laughs> <laughs> and that's not bad it's brilliant. It's a great joke. It's a great joke. And at that point, I was like, right, there's some charm to this film. I'm on, I'm all in. I'm, I'm okay with this. Because as you know, I don't do this kind of film ever. Yeah. And it scared me when it came out. But it won me over with that one little joke just at the beginning. That's good. Right that's, at the beginning. That's pretty good. So that's my line of the film for this week. Anyway, they go in the bar. You meet Max, who is Noah's best friend. Yeah. And he tells... He essentially tells Carrie and Max that he's in love with Avery and he has been for three years. years. Yeah, so they, you find out at that point that when he went in for the kiss, he, he got a hug. Yeah. And instantly friend-zoned. And it turns out that Avery met Ethan the next day. The very next day. Because she had to go shopping for some orange juice. And because, some cereal. Because Noah had drunk eaten it, it and eaten it all the night yeah. before. So it's his fault that they're together. Well, very Loosely. <laughs> but, yeah, but he thinks it's their fault, his fault. Um, Carrie leaves. Yeah, Max. so Max... Max sits Noah down in the photo booth. Yeah, to keep him away from the other people in the bar because he's yeah. wasted. And he doesn't want to, like, lose his job. Or... Yeah. Anyway, Noah decides to put some money in. Yeah. And he wakes up in, in the 2014. In, yeah. The night of the party. Yeah. Or the morning of the night of the party. So there's a whole... We don't need to go into too much detail probably in this bit. There's a yeah. whole bit about he's seeing the dates on the newspapers. He's trying to work yeah, out he, where he, he is. Can't, yeah, he, he can't figure out what the hell's going on. As you wouldn't if you woke up yeah, three he, years early. He goes, he goes to see his mate, doesn't he? His yeah. mate Max. Yeah, who's... Who knows him. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a high-ranking businessman in 2017, but a desk jockey in 2014. Yeah, a, yeah very much... You know, coffee boy, isn't he? In yeah, he meets Carrie, and she doesn't, she's never met him before. Correct. So he, eventually, he realizes that he's a time traveler, yeah, and that he can redo this first night with Avery. So he kind of 
skips and hops down the road singing back in time from back to the future yeah he does as you would do I suppose if you realised you were time travelling this is the first so it's his first go at redoing this first meeting yeah so he he still goes to the party yeah and he tries to go all smooth doesn't he yeah he goes as James Bond yeah in a tux yeah. 007's it 007's it up he obviously knows all the answers to all the questions she's going to ask or he's going to ask her yeah so he preempts that by specifically saying his favourite drink is the favourite drink that she revealed was hers yeah so she thinks there's a connection there um, he already knows all the favourite jazz musicians yeah, etc et exactly because they get they end up going back to the jazz bar again um, so he plays her favourite he doesn't play Shout this time Yeah, he plays her favourite jazz artist they go back into the photo booth have some more first photos taken and go back to hers again this time as they're about to as they're sitting on the TV sitting on the TV sitting on the sofa chatting Carrie calls to say that she's on her way home yes because Carrie lives with Avery yeah and Noah cannot see Carrie because Carrie has already, Noah's already met Carrie earlier in the day and made a dick of himself correct which we skipped over slightly, but he did make a bit of a dick of himself in front of Carrie earlier yeah. in the day because she was there and he realised he was a time traveller, uh, yeah. which made him seem like yeah. a crazy person. She does come back. She does. She tells Avery that she knows this guy. He's the psycho she saw earlier yeah. and, and knew knew all about them. And then they kind of come to the conclusion that he must be a stalker. Because she know, cause he knows everything about Avery. Yeah. Which is fair comment. And Carrie goes batshit crazy. Yeah. And she knocks him out with a pot plant. She, well, it's more of a tree. Well, yeah, pot house plant. plant yeah. House tree. And that's it. He, uh, Noah wakes up again in bed, doesn't he? Yeah. And this is where the film... I really like this twist for this film. I put, this bit was good. I really like this bit. Because he doesn't wake up the next morning. He wakes up three years later. The next in morning. The, the next morning, but in the same timeline. Right. So he has to deal with the consequences of his actions of that night but three years later correct and everyone has and everyone has changed, changed because, of, because his of his actions I that's a really nice little neat little twist because that happens every time yeah so should we talk through this bit because I thought this was the best bit in yeah the film. go for it so Noah goes back to Avery's house to yes. apologise for the night before yes and he goes in and he walks in and Avery and Ethan are there Ethan lets him in because he thinks he's someone helping with the, a party guest, is yeah. it? One of Avery's friends. She then walks in the room and screams, that's the stalker from three years ago. Yeah. Ethan chokes him out. <laughs> <laughs> and to get out of the choke, Noah says he has a bomb. <laughs> he did say that. He gets hit with a houseplant again. Again, yeah. And runs off saying, I'm sorry for the bomb threat. Yes. <laughs> I'm not really a stalker. I thought it was really good. I, I really it's a that. nice little, little neat twist. little twist. Yeah. And that's when he realises it's three years later, but from the second go-around that he had. Yeah. That scene in the film, that was fun. Agreed, agreed. There's a bit of a weak bit after where he realises it's the phone booth that's doing it. because uh, The photo booth, sorry, that's doing it. Because I didn't, it didn't really explain how he figured that out. He just went, oh, it must be the photo booth. Well, yeah. But you've got I'm going to forgive it that it's... It's fine. Um, so he goes back to the phone booth. Photo booth. Why do I keep saying phone booth? <laughs> it's because I watched phone booth when I was on holiday. Did you? The Colin Farrell. The car of Colin Farrell and Keith Sutherland film. Um, yeah, he goes back to the photo booth. There is a time, very famous time travelling phone booth. Yeah. Bill and Ted. Very, very famous. Yeah. But about to be even more famous. Yeah. Because it's Love been it. another one's gone. 50 year old time travellers. Yeah. Maybe that's where I'm getting it from. Maybe, Maybe it's all jingled together in my head. <laughs> Maybe this has happened before. Ooh. 
If, you, if you've heard this podcast before, apologies. <laughs> right. Anyway, we're back. So he's back in 2014. Yeah. So he goes back to the photo booth. Uh, what, and wakes up again in 2014. Oh, uh, what's his tactic this time? Second time around. He wants. Around? He goes and gets some advice from Max on how to be, how to talk to girls, and how to be smooth. Yeah. And Max tells him to be an asshole. Yeah, basically, he, he tells him to go with all the negative energy because girls like that. But a soft asshole, not a hard asshole. <laughs> yeah, they do have that conversation. So treat him mean, but not too mean. Yeah, and that keeps him keen. Yeah. They go back to the party. Max goes with him to the party. I don't know if had Max been to the party before. Don't think so. No. Don't think he had. No, because he turned down a. You think he says, "I've turned down a date for you to come." To yes, this. he did. And so he distracts Carrie away from Avery, um, but his advice doesn't really work. Well, it works in the short term. Yeah. <laughs> because basically, Noah shoves her in the pool. He. Uh, he, she shoves him in the pool because yeah, he's such an idiot because he's a dick yeah. and then he pulls her in and they end up making out they end up being that couple that gets off with each other in the pool yeah party. they have sex they do and they wake up in 2017 <laughs> and Noah's got frosted tips <laughs> he has and leather trousers yeah and basically him and Avery seem to be friend, have be friends with benefits. Yes, yeah, so he had to. He obviously had to be that douche, and then three years later, he's living with the consequences of being that dick. And he sort of wakes up and he looks in the mirror and he, he sees the frosted tips in his hair. Yeah, in twenty seventeen. No, no. <laughs> I had sort, frosted tips once. <laughs> do you remember? Wow. What, what sort of year are we talking? Uh, two thousand and seven, eight. More acceptable. I don't know. And it, yeah, no. He looks. At, he looks in the mirror and he went. He says, "Oh no, I've gone full asshole." Yeah, he does. And that just reminded me of uh, Ben Stiller in Tropic Thunder. I've not seen Tropic Thunder. Have you not? No, because it's got Ben Stiller in it. <laughs> so there's a bit in Tropic Thunder where he's he's talking to Robert Downey Jr.'s character. Yeah. And basically, Ben Stiller. They're all playing actors. Yeah, and, I know. And, I know yeah, the basic yeah. gist of it. So Ben Stiller is had got absolutely terrible reviews because. He, he did this film where it was supposed to be an Oscar bait film. Yeah. Um, he's, play, so he's playing a mentally handicapped person. Okay. But Danny Jr.'s character says, no, where you went wrong is you went full retard. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's where that... <laughs> so I think that kind of... That's where that's come play from. on that. So that stuck out for me. Yeah, so um, Carrie still lives with Avery and he, uh, Noah goes in occasionally just for a bit of a yeah. fumble and then leaves. And Ethan's... There, but they're just, he's just friends. He's just friends. So they're basically all four of them are friends. Yeah. But no, he's a dick. Uh, so they decide to go for a run. Yeah. Because that's what friends do. Yeah. But no, he's still in his leather pants. Yeah. Goes for a run in his leather trousers. So yeah, hilarity ensues. Yeah. He trips over a picnic table and things like that, basically. It's, it's a comedy run. Yeah. So, um, but he ends up sort of having some one to one time with Carrie, doesn't he? And it sort of explains he, he doesn't want to be a fuck buddy, he wants to be boyfriend material. Yeah. And it's the first time sort of Noah and Carrie really spend some time together. Yeah. And they get on quite well, don't they? They do, yeah. They have a bit of a chat and a bit of a connection. Yeah. So it's back to the photo booth. Yeah, because he realises that because Avery's fallen for Ethan a few times, he realises he needs to be a bit more like Ethan. Yeah. Which makes sense. So he goes, yeah, he goes back to the photo booth. And how does he deal with the next go around? So he decides this time... In 2014, he's going to take Max up on his offer to get a job in the office with him. Yeah, so he wants to be a bit more of a respectable citizen, gives yeah. up his job in the jazz bar, yeah, and gets a job in an office, and decides that's the, the life that 
Avery would want. He's nice to the Hulk at the party. Yeah, goes, what does he dress up as this time? The American Dream. The Amer- brilliant. Just an uh, American flag onesie. Yeah. They call the American Dream. Oh, and he's got a eye mask as well. Yeah, he has, yeah. And they still go to the jazz club. Yeah. But this time Noah only used to work there. Yeah, he, he'd left his previous job. So the new pianist or a different pianist dedicates a song to him and yeah. they have a lovely time. Yeah. And they all go through again and they wake up three years later. He's fat. And he's fat. Really fat. But he's got monogram pyjamas. Yes. And... He lives in a massive house. He lives in a massive house and this time he is getting engaged to Avery. Yeah. So this one seems to have worked. He's rich and getting engaged to the woman of his dreams. Yeah. But he has to work a lot. A lot. Because he's given a lot up for his career. Yeah. Um, He turns out he's a senior vice president of this company. And he also speaks Chinese now. Yeah. Which he didn't know. And he just started speaking and he was Chinese. I quite like that. I thought that was. Oh, when he didn't realise he could speak. Speak it, yeah, and then he just could. Yeah. He knows everybody's name, which freaks him out because he didn't know it. He doesn't know any of these people, but he greets them all by yeah. their names. I thought that was a nice little twist. Um, but Max doesn't like him. No, so he is enemies with his best friend. former best friend Max because he stole his promotion. Yeah, because in the original timeline, Max was the senior vice president. Yeah, and now Noah's stolen that from him. So he's late for his own engagement party. Yeah, and he can't play the piano anymore. Yeah, he can't play the piano anymore. Why? Well, basically, because he hasn't played it for, for three, years. three years. Okay. I think well, that's what I took from it. Yeah, that's what I took from it as well, but I didn't really like it. Because I figured once you can play the piano... It felt a bit surely... forced. Yeah. It wouldn't be that bad. It was literally no, yeah, like... You just hit, mashing the keys like he If got I sat down at the piano. Yeah, well, if I, yeah, if I did. But I feel like if you know how to play the piano, you know how to play the piano. I'm, to a degree. To yeah. a degree. You're three years, gonna, you're not going to... You're not going to completely forget what? what a tune is. Yeah. No, I didn't like that. But somebody's thrown up in the toilet at this engagement party. Yes. Who is that? It's Ethan. Yeah. So he is in Noah's role from the original timeline. Yeah. So Ethan's thrown up in the party because he's in love with Avery. And Noah's really nice to him. Yeah. Takes him some Pepto out of his car. And it's basically that first scene replayed. It's, but with role reversal. Uh, Noah offers to drive him. Does he offer to drive him home? He does drive him home. He does drive him home, doesn't he? Yeah. And Yes, yes, yes. And Ethan basically confesses that he's in he's love with Avery. Avery. Yeah. So he gets back to the house. Yes, he goes back a- to the Avery house. Avery yeah. is... Oh, she's gone to bed or whatever. The party's all finished up. So Noah ends up talking to Carrie. Yes. And it essentially comes out in the conversation that Avery doesn't love Noah. Well, yeah. not enough. Not, not in that way. She's anymore. marrying him, but more out of habit than yeah. anything else. She doesn't love him for who he is. But again, for the second go around in a row, Noah and Carrie... Have a bit of a... Really hit it off. Have a connection. Yeah. He realises that even though he's got the woman of his dreams about to marry him, he's got all the money in the world, he needs to go back to the phone booth again. Yeah, he's not got his friends. He's, he's, his happiness is causing other, other unhappiness. Own. Yes. So he doesn't want to stay in that timeline. Yeah. I think, it, yeah, it is at this point where he realises that it isn't Avery he wants after all. Yeah. Because he goes in the, well, once he's gone back and woke up again in 2014, he takes Ethan to the party with him. And he's not sure that Carrie's the one for him. Yeah. But he wants to... Explore that option. Yeah. It's not... Because he's got the option. It's a bit subtle, this, isn't it? Yeah. It's not like... I mean, it's not blooming rocket science, <laughs> is it? But it, it's... He's got a, as many go-arounds as he wants, yeah. as far as he's concerned, so he might yeah. as well have a go to see yeah. if this one works. So he goes... He randomly just goes and gets Ethan out of his house, even though they've never met. Yes. And says, we're going to go to this party together. I'm going to introduce you to the girl. What's he dressed as this time? 
Uh, Cupid. Why. Yes. Yes, he was dressed as Cupid because he was obviously going to set up their, this couple. And he does. Yeah, and, and he introduces Ethan to Avery. Yeah. Tells him they're going to get on really well. Avery sort of says, how do you know that guy, Noah? Yeah. And Ethan goes, well, I don't, I've met him like eight minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, I've never met him before in my life. <laughs> so anyway, they do start to get on. Um, Noah goes and talks to Carrie. Can I just talk about Carrie's Halloween costume because we've not mentioned it yet? Go for it. I, 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 must, I, I love a good pun. Brilliant. Yes, I and know what you're going to say. It it hadn't come to it hadn't occurred to me. She'd been in this, I didn't understand so what the hell. Every was time she'd been in this this same costume, same costume. Yeah, and they finally in this last go around dropped what it was. Yeah, and it hadn't. I hadn't got. It I hadn't got it at all either. She, what was she? So she was dressed as a basketball just, player. Yeah, with a rubber ring around her waist. That yeah, it was a donut. Yeah. So what was she? A Dunkin' Donut. <laughs> yeah, I had. It really it. made me chuckle. Yeah, it was good. I'll give you that. It was good. Ethan and Avery are off. Bonding and getting to know each other, and at the same time, Carrie and Noah and Carrie and Noah are doing the same thing. Yeah, so all four of them go to the jazz bar this yeah. time, doing shots. Doing There's shots a bit of a montage, yeah, partying, having party fun. And, yeah, they're all having a great time. He starts playing the piano for Carrie, and she sits down and starts playing with him. Yeah, so she's a pianist as well. And yeah. they start talking about jazz musicians. Yeah, and it turns out. It was Carrie who's the jazz fan all along. Yeah. Not Avery. She was also the league of their own fan. Yeah, and, and Avery f- was borrowing Carrie's costume. Yes. And the foosball table was Carrie's as well. Yeah. So the woman that he's fallen in love with all these times is Avery, but she's living Carrie's life in this party, basically. Yeah. She's just being Carrie. Yeah. So that's the end of that. So for, he obviously knows he's going to wake up three years later. And he does. Yeah. So all four of them get in the photo booth and have photos and stuff. Yeah. So that's the new sort of memory from 2014. Yeah. He wakes up three years later again and he's back at Avery and Ethan's engagement party. Yeah. Max is his friend again. Max is his friend again. But it isn't with Carrie. No. So Carrie has got back with her ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Because he, he figures he would be because he figures he loves her. Yeah, because they had a great night. They had a great night and three years later that's how things work. But he, so he goes to kiss her but she pushes him away. Well, first he gets a bit of a pep talk from Max before he goes to see her. Yes, he and, and Max sort of skipping says, "Skipping ahead." No, it's fine. It's fine. I just, it's just there's a couple of lines in there which again, it it's a bit sugary, but it it's, it fits the film, doesn't it? And Max sort of tells him, you know, he should be living in the now. Take your opportunities. Yeah. So as you say, he goes and finds Carrie. Yes, and but she completely rejects him. She's with her ex boyfriend. Yeah. It's a, this somehow he realizes that if he had never done anything in the first place, he would have ended up with Carrie anyway. Well, he thinks he might. He think, yeah, that's so that's his reasoning. He basically now realizing that he really likes Carrie, he thinks if if I had just done exactly the same as I did on the first go, around, first time, she still would have come into my life. Yeah, because I made friends with Avery, and actually there was nothing wrong with me in the original timeline because. I've still got a chance to pursue Carrie because she's not with this boyfriend. Yes. Makes sense. Yeah. So he goes back to the photo booth. Well, he tries. Yeah. He tries because the photo booth's not in the jazz bar anymore. No, there's another photo booth, a modern a photo A modern booth. day photo because this is like an old-fashioned photo booth. Yeah. I've probably not said that. But So he panics, he freaks out a little bit. They might be stuck. They might be stuck in where in this timeline where he hasn't got anybody. Um, but who brought it for him? Because I've, I've... Both of them. So Avery and Ethan turn up and... So they've brought him, him as a gift. Yeah, and they say, why weren't you at our engagement party, which was yesterday? Yeah. Now, this is a li- nice little detail. And the reason he missed their engagement party was because they had it a day early because he, he got them together a day, a day early. earlier. 
he got them together at the Halloween party rather than getting together the day after the Halloween party. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that. Did you not? No. I don't was a nice little detail. And Avery sort of says to him, well, the photo booth's at your house. Yeah, we bought you it for you. This. Yeah. Over the last three years at some point, we brought you this and gifted it to you. So he goes back to his house and there it is. And there's a, there's a sort of inscription in there and it says, to our friend Noah, lots of love from Avery and Ethan. Yeah. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Nice, that must have cost a pretty penny. Yeah, before, so. Time travelling phone photo booth. I've nearly said phone booth again. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so he thinks I'm going to go back in time one more time. I'm going to do everything exactly as I did the first time around. Yeah. And we'll see how it goes. So he does. He literally replays the beginning of the film yeah. over and over again. Or over again. Yeah. They go back to the party. Yeah, it's back at the engagement party for the yeah. final time. So instead of getting drunk and spewing in the toilet, yeah. he asks Carrie out yes. on the date to the jazz club. So they go to the jazz club. And that... That is where the film ends. Yeah. So we're left guessing whether they actually did get together or not, but I'm going to say they did. Not really. There's a photo <laughs> montage in the end credits oh, of them doing... Like, the oh, did you turn it off before <laughs> Maybe. As the credits come on, there's a whole photo montage of... Noah and Carrie doing lots of things together. Oh, okay. No, I must have turned it off because I didn't catch that. <laughs> so <laughs> my yes. bad. I've missed the end. They, so they, they are together. together. Oh, that's nice. I'm glad. What did you think? I'm a bit torn on it. I, I did enjoy it, but it's a Sunday afternoon, leave your brain at the door kind of film. That's what Netflix it's, is for. Yeah, it is. It is ex- that is exactly right. It is exactly what it's Netflix the, is for. It is, it's got recognisable faces in. Yeah. It would have been reasonably cheap to make. It's a it's sweet. It's, it's fun and it's funny in places. Um, yeah, it is. It's, a, it's fine. It's a brainless comedy. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. I, I would, I'd give it a bit more credit than that. I, than a brainless comedy. I think it had a few nice touches and callbacks and details. In when it. I say brainless, I don't mean like, oh, it's stupid. I mean, yeah. like, you leave your brain and you can just sink yourself into it enough to worry about it too much. I think if you'd have asked me for a one-word review, it oh, probably... Oh, why did I ask you for a one-word review? Oh, it probably would have we're been... Getting, we're rubbish at this podcast, isn't it? It probably would have been sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you... We've even written the format down and I still didn't ask you. <laughs> I tell you what I would put as um, as a positive spin. I thought all four leads were really good. Agreed. And I absolutely agreed. The chemistry was really good. He only had a, a smaller part in it, but I thought Robbie ML was brilliant. Yeah. Every one of his lines was good. I was really impressed with the character of Carrie. Yeah. She, uh, played by a lady called Shelley Henning. And I thought, I thought she was excellent. Yeah, she was. She did play it really well. I didn't, I don't really like Adam Devine. That's the first thing I've seen him in. He overacts a little bit for me. He's a bit Adam Sandlery, Ben Stillery, Seth Rogeny. The first half an hour, there was a lot of that. Yeah. And then it pulled back. I think, I yeah, thought, you're probably right to be um, fair to it. Oh yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It isn't a film I would have watched if it wasn't for this podcast, but I I didn't hate it and I, I did quite enjoy it. I'm not going to lie. That's interesting. I, I, I'm a little bit surprised it won you around a bit because I, I did wonder if you'd be sitting there just really not enjoying no, it. No, I did. I, I tell you, it was that first joke of I'm not Jesus Christ, I'm Noah. That made me laugh and I just kind of settled into it from there and I thought, I know what I'm getting from this film now. Yeah, it was all right. Well, it was good. It was a good film. I, film. I thought you, we might be sitting here and with you hating it and me sort of saying, no, it's pretty, it's fine. I'm not going to yeah. lie. I thought the same because I really didn't want to watch it. I put it off. I mean, we're recording. This is Friday night. We're recording. I watched it on Wednesday. That's late. For you. That is late for me. I'm normally because I'm like, I didn't want to watch it. I'm not going to lie. But 
I did watch it and it was alright it was fine it was fine it's middle of the road good fun film okay cool yeah cool and which is about what it's 6.4 on IMDb okay. which is pretty good but it's mid- middling isn't it so we're gonna see where it goes in our stream table yeah the 18th film in the stream table you can go first <laughs> because okay it's not your it's not a bit out bag. of your comfort zone so you can oh, you can no have idea. first stab at it because I, I think although we both had similar feelings about it I think we might possibly put it in quite different places. Okay, so it's mid-table, yeah? Yep. So I'm going with the seventh film on the list is I think we're alone now. Then it's Don't Kill It, then it's Bottom of the World, then it's The Cured. It's definitely better than The Cured. Uh, Bottom of the World, yes, it's better. It's, for me, I'm going to put it there. I put it between Don't Kill It and Bottom of the World. You continue to surprise me. Really? Yeah, that's exactly where I would put it. Uh, no way. I thought you'd you'd be dumping it lower than that. Yeah. No, it's 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 a lot better than the package. Yeah. Which is maybe higher up than it needs to be. Uh, it's better than the cured and bottom of the world's freaking weird. But yeah, I thought you'd have it under that. So um, yeah, I I that's exactly where I'd have it. Okay. So, so where does that put it? One, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth. Ninth. Dead middle. We're ninth out of eighteen. We said it was a middling film, and it is. So yeah, ninth. Yeah, it's right. If you it's enjoy the sort of thing, you're going to enjoy it. Yeah, go out and watch it if you like Netflix original oh, rom coms. I think. Yeah, I think it's be a particular kind of person to not find anything in this person. Yeah, um, it's definitely the most mainstream thing we've talked about. Um, did you watch it with your wife? I did. Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Fun times. I, yeah, I can't think of anybody who wouldn't like it. Probably only me, and I enjoyed, did like it. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we go excellent apart from him I don't like him very much uh, right let's pick next week's film shall we yeah let's do it where is my app there it is right I'm going to make the noise now I am the pretty thing that lives in the house catchy that's a long title <laughs> that is a long title I am the pretty thing that lives in a house in the house Okay, I've just looked it up on IMDb. It is a 2016 Netflix original again. Okay. Horror mystery thriller. Okay. So we haven't done a horror, proper horror film. Have uh, we? No, I. Th- this is a ghost film. I mean, you so got like, we did like await further instructions, which had not, that's not elements of horror, but no, I. We haven't done any cube, ghost Cube, yeah. Maybe the closest we've got to a proper this horror This is a. The synopsis of this film is a young nurse takes care of an elderly author who lives in a haunted house. Ah, that's proper. So this is a proper haunted house ghostly horror film. Excellent. Um, Starring Ruth Wilson. Okay. Paula Prentice. And Bob Balaban. Bob Balaban. Bob Balaban. That's another good name to say. (laughs) It is indeed. Uh, Do you want to watch the trailer? Yeah. I have heard myself say... The house that holds a memory of a death is the staying place of a rotted ghost. My name is Lily. I'm going to be staying with you from now on. I hope that's all right. I am 28 years old. I will never be 29. pretty thing you are looking at is me, but it is me that still cannot see any of what is coming. 
see only the door that opens. Hello? And the spots that spread. And the terrible book. The woman who wrote it all down. Only the name, her name. Pardon? Even as I look right at it. Mm. Looks creepy. Looks creepy, looks scary. I'm good. I'm excited. I'm excited. That's uh, something different. Yeah, that'll yes. be fun to talk about, I think. Well, so go out and watch I Am the Pretty Thing That Lives in the House. Back in your uh, comfort zone. Of, yeah. Yeah, back in my comfort zone. You're, you're the horror one. I do, do enjoy a good horror film. So, yeah, go and watch that, and we'll be back next week to talk about it with you. Cheers. Thanks. Bye.